It's bigger on the inside. Is it? I've noticed. Nickman here and welcome to Bigger on the Inside, episode number 14! As always, I'm joined with Ringo. Hello, hello. And once again, it's Geofax. <laughs> Geofax has been replaced with R2-D2. Whoa. <laughs> it's like a really shitty Transformer doll. Yeah, <laughs> just like the quality of the audio. Yep. Like, <laughs> you know that's hurtful, yeah. Yeah, I know. That was the intention. That was the idea. Hey guys, how's it going? I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm crushing your will to live. Therefore, you, you come down to our level. So, uh, yeah. Oof. well, <laughs> does that mean that I'm better than you? Uh, at the moment, for now, but by the end of it, probably not. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you guys decide. <laughs> Um, how has been the past week? Yeah. <laughs> wow, full of enthusiasm you are. Mm. Well, what's what's been happening? I've be, been. Be, I'll be your counselor. Sick. I've 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 been like pretty, pretty sick. Yeah, um, chronically ill. You know, so the doctors just can't okay. handle me. They gave me a badge and said he's too cool for us. Let him go through. But in truth, my nasal uh, cavity, the sinuses, if you will, have been fucking clogged all high hell. And my throat's been absolutely spectacular. So, yeah, there's a lot of lot of fun this week, but I had to do stuff anyway. So, yeah, mostly sick, but doing things. Very busy. That's always nice. Fair enough. Ringo, you. Um, exam time, so I've been in the dark studying till late nights. I had my first one yesterday. Oh, uh, yeah, how did it go? And that was, well, my teacher's a no life, so she gave me out. She gave out the She's marks cool. today. <laughs> after after less than twenty four hours after the exam, and I got ninety two on a math exam, and I lost my shit. <gasps> so I would too. I mean, continue, you lost eight marks. I know. I'm terrible. Yeah, she she had, she gives out the marks straight away. It's insane. Anyway, if I could continue for the other four exams I've got, that'd be fantastic. But apart from that, nothing exciting's happened in my life. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But how about you, nickname? How's your week been? Uh, it's been it's been pretty uneventful up until tonight because I'm going to a birthday party tomorrow. Oh, sorry, I'm going to a birthday party tonight. <laughs> I went to a birthday party last week. Um, I've got Hoovians on Sunday, so, and then I have an exam on Monday. So that's going to be an eventful three days. <laughs> just, just not, I hate getting out of the house most of the times, but I've been forced to for the next three days and I don't like it. Well, in the case of Hoovians in the party, I do to some extent, but not the, <laughs> especially because it's a subject I just hate. So 
the um, the quicker I get this over and done with, the better, in that sense. Um, apart from that, I watched The Matrix. That was a big highlight of the week because it ties in very nicely into into uh, Extremis. Ooh, it does too. But um, yeah, Matrix is such a good movie. Oh my god, I. I watched it a couple of months ago and then rewatched it last night. Man, it's just timeless. Everything works with that movie. But we're not here to talk about movies, we're here to talk about Doctor Who. So, do you guys just want to get into it? Uh, Shall we? I, I, you mentioned something last week and you refused to tell us what it was and you just said it was a thing. Oh. Are you going to talk about that later or are we? Are you? can we discuss that now? We can discuss this now if you would like. Good question. Excellent. I forgot about that. God damn it. <laughs> What's this question? I, 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 to be honest, I haven't reviewed the last episode since we recorded it, but you said it something had something to do with Dan Nettheim, I think. Daniel Nettheim. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Yep. Okay. So, so. Story time. Story time. Yay. Get your blankets and snuggle in. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. Where is it? There it is. Story time. Story time. Okay, so. Ready, guys? Okay, so. um, Last week, uh, I. uh, Daniel Netheim, the director of Extremis, Pyramid at the End of the World, and the Zygon Two Parter from last season, was on Whovians. And as you guys know, I've been quite a regular on that show so I was yep. I was <laughs> I, <laughs> sorry I continue this there at all <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding continue continue um, so I was actually really lucky to um, meet Daniel Netheim and um, I got a nice photo with him I found a, I found a video of Rove because Rove likes to record uh, after the episode just to see like what's actually happening and <laughs> you can actually see me talking to Daniel in the background but um I was a lot of people were interested in talking about uh, extremists because obviously we'd watched the episode only an hour prior. Um, he didn't want to give anything away, basically in regards to pyramids, so no one really talked about that. So um, I had I couldn't help myself, and I had to talk about um, the Zygon uh, two-parter, obviously, and in particular the the speech that Capaldi makes. Um, in the Black Archive, you guys, you'll yep. with that, obviously. But um, it turns out, right, so that took three takes. That 12-minute segment was done in three takes. And that was just, that blew my mind, the fact that Capaldi got that. It was basically one long take, obviously with different shots put in, but it was just basically one long take done three times. That's what it all took to, to get that scene done. And I was like, that just shows how good of an actor I think Capaldi is. The fact that even someone like Benedict Cumberbatch, when you're just given script, like pages and pages of, of dialogue to read and memorize, just the fact that R- realize it took so little time to, to fully, um, what's the word? Um, guys, help me out here. Hi, what? Um, uh, yeah, to actually make it feel like conversation 
You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The fact that it only took three goes to to get that much, yeah, just it was just mind blowing. And he 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 the um he loved talking about Capaldi and the way he he acts. He's very professional. Um, he spoke a bit about the dynamic between um uh Bill Nardole and the Doctor and like how their actors prepare for uh each scene you know so it's just just little bits like that it was, it was just really interesting picking the inside of a director because i've always liked the idea of film directing so i got i got it was just really exciting to get to talk to an australian director who's worked on doctor who so yes that was my exciting <laughs> that was my exciting bit of news that i did bring up last week and now i finally get talked about it i decided to hide it until today, you lucky shit. Mm. <laughs> There's also... Sorry, you... No, 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 keep going. Yeah, no, keep going. Yeah. I was, well, I, I was going to say, there was another thing, and you sort of, you know, you said, I'll explain later. But you got a shout-out on Twitter from Rove McManus himself about the seats right. being available. Right, yes. Okay, okay, hey. That's, that's right. Yes, now I know what you're talking about. Okay, so what happened was... Um, so they normally give out the audience tickets in advance. So back when, uh, I think it was episode three, uh, been nice. Yeah. They'd, um, around that time, they actually released all the tickets for episodes, uh, four to 11. They'd done one to three before the, the first episode even aired, pardon me. Um, but they'd done 4 to 11, and the problem was they didn't include episode 12, which really surprised us. We were like, well, why not just include episode 12? But I didn't know. So what happened was, last week, uh, while we were recording The Whovians, they decided to upload, like, that was when they decided to release the tickets for episode 12 online. So, as a result... Um, uh, we call ourselves the Front Row Trio. Oh, I, I call myself the... <laughs> I call us the Front Row Trio. Uh, me, uh, Will, or the Doctor of Who, as you guys may well know him, and um, Sam Goronda. I apologise if I get his surname pronounced wrong there, but uh, we never got to um, get the tickets in time. And we, we expressed our, like, shock and, like, disappointment on Twitter, like, what the, what the fuck? Like, how are we supposed to do these tickets if we weren't even... Like, we were busy doing something else. Or we were doing something in regards to the show in question. So, um, we'd got a bit of, um... They, they were like to us, oh, we, we might be able to, um... We, we might be adding more tickets. And so, like, okay, we'll just keep our... Keep our, um... Ears peeled and all that. You know, you, you don't really think that's going to be the case. Because they normally have, like, a set limit of, of tickets they give out. And once that's it, that's it. So, then, uh, the next day happened, and, um, I got, I got a, 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 a word from, um, Will. He was like, oh, the, the, the tickets are up now. I was like, what tickets? I was like, they added more tickets to Whovians. I was like, oh, okay. So, I added, I got, I bought my, I got my two tickets. So, I'm actually going with my dad for the, the last, um, for episode 12. So, that's going to be. A nice thing because he's a lapsed Whovian. It'll be interesting to see how he reacts to the whole studio audience 
aspect of Doctor Who. Um, and then about two hours after I'd already got the tickets, uh, Rove tweets uh, the three of us plus another person who I'm not familiar with, so I probably won't mention them, but uh, we all got tweeted and it's like, oh, hey, guys, just letting you know that there are, there are new tickets out. And we're just like, that's that's really nice of you, Rove. Like, I, like, I already got the tickets, but it was just nice knowing that he actually cared enough to um, warrant letting us know about the new tickets. So, yeah, that was a that was a genuine surprise from from Rove, and yeah, now I get to go to episode twelve, and I'm just happy about it because <laughs> I would have been so annoyed being out being able to attend all eleven and missing out on the finale. Just like, why would you do this to us? <laughs> Oh, but, um, yeah, so, all's well that ends well, I guess. That's a very neat story. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely, um, I'm, I'm definitely good in my storytelling abilities. Got to get the high and the low, get the highs and the lows of the, of the story to just drag you guys, <coughs> you know, suck you in, invest you guys, and then steal your money. But, um... <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. Don't know. Don't you dare think about that. Uh, anyway, uh, so I've dwelled on enough about that. Would we like to talk about Extremis now? That's right, yes. Shall we? Yeah. If, yes, that if is a thing. If we have to, okay. Um, who would like to go first in regards to just general thoughts? Do, 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 don't don't do, rush in, guys. Ringo, Ringo. Why is it Ringo. always? I swear it's always me. Well, yeah. I'll go first. You're gonna make fun of me. No, no. I'll, I'll I'll go for it. Sure. You know, there's a lot of shit I get because of Moffat, but goddamn, I love this episode. Mm. Um, apart from a teeny bit of things that I wouldn't really call negative, just my personal spites. I thought this episode was just really, really interesting, and. I am so excited to see what comes of it. But, yeah, it's a thumbs up for me. <laughs> I'll go next. I love, 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 love this episode so much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tried to stay calm while saying it, but you just didn't hold back. No, I didn't. No, I I, I was sucked in from, from the first moment. Um, oh, I haven't enjoyed an episode as much probably since heaven sent like this was just that yeah yeah this was just yeah awesome what to watch and the the episode is so self-contained um i did mention uh last week that this is technically the first of a three-parter but this is such a self self-contained episode that i can easily rate it on its own it's kind of like utopia in a way how it's a very still a self-enclosed episode despite being the first of a three-parter, but um, uh, I, I really, I don't think I have anything to fault with this episode. Honest to God, I don't. I think for me, it's, it's probably, it's between a nine and a ten for me. I I, I struggle putting it as a ten simply because the other ten out of ten episodes I rank are probably higher than that, so it's a definitely a high nine for me. But man, this. <laughs> I, okay, let's see. Uh, the facts. I'm curious. Are we gonna have a three-way thumbs up or, Mr. Facts? What do you think of it? 
I'm waiting for him to just be like, this is the worst episode I've ever seen in my life. Hey, don't bo- <laughs> don't make fun of him. He's a nice guy. He is. But that doesn't stop okay. him from being criticised. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear what he thought. Mr. Fax? Um, I'm going to summarise the entire episode in about 10 minute intervals. So, okay. Promising. Interesting. Interesting. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's how it went for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Like, yeah, as as an episode, it, it had, like, promising sort of origins and everything, and I'm, I'm not extremely familiar with Catholic literature, um, but, like, the way they set up the Veritas and this being some mystical thing, and I'm like, oh, this, this could be something... There's a secret that everyone's killing themselves over. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can get behind this. And then it's like, oh, these entities are watching over that. And then the reveal that... The reveal, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. The reveal, it's like, oh. Wait, hang on. And then right at the end, once the second reveal is made, it's like, yeah, no, this... I... I can understand that it's setting up for the second part and everything, but just... Hang on. Sayan, you didn't it's pick... It's the writer's rule. You never do it. You never do it. It's always such a shit cop-out, and I'm not going to say anything more till we get to the negatives, so... I'm just surprised you didn't see it coming. Like, I knew... I, like, I'm not trying to brag here, but I, I knew from first watching what what I was watching, so... I don't know. Yeah, but you read the synopses as well. No, no, it had nothing to do with the synopsis. It was actually... Oh, you did? Okay. It, the synopsis actually went along with the episode itself, but I knew, based on some visual cues, that I knew what I was watching. So it didn't feel yeah. like a cop-out to me as a result. So, But we'll get to that. But With with me, when I watch things, I don't tend to think too much. Mm. Unless it's a finale, I try not to think about like what's going on in the episode. I just analyse it as it happens. Um, and yeah, I I don't particularly like when stuff you know, when certain choices are made which are repetitious or dumb or overused. So, yeah. Yeah, I can understand let's, you not liking let, it. I'm just surprised that... Let's later. Let's... <laughs> like, have you... Guys, calm down. Have you watched down. it since? Like, have you watched it more than once? I, I never watched them more than once, if I can help it. Okay, because I thought it might be actually more interesting to see what you... Like, whether your opinion changed on, like, a second on a, or a third viewing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably not. Probably. <laughs> Considering a lot of, like... A lot of the episodes that I've watched twice, it's not a cement, that it cements my um, opinion, but it just, like, my opinion doesn't really change. It'll be like, oh, that's interesting. Like, in an episode, I might have hated or something, you pick up on the... Let's take Fear Her, for example. Um, Tenton's a dick. Like, he, I've sort of finally <laughs> figured out that Tenton's a That sums up the entire series for him, though. Tens of dick yeah. through series two to four. That's nothing to stop, change. Stop! 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 This hurts. Tenet's fine as an actor. Like he portrays him well, but he's the tenth Doctor. He has a he has a giant ego. Like don't, let, let's not try and hide that. He does. Mm. Like, yeah. Idiot's lanterns just proof of that. 
I, but yeah. Yes. So I I never try to watch thing. I mean, in a series, if it's currently airing, I don't try and go back and watch it because otherwise I'm gonna get muddled up and. I just prefer to like watch the whole thing as a whole once, and then go back and do whatever I need to do to watch it again. Um, if it's an outstanding episode, then I may watch it, but I, it's just for the same roller coaster ride. But yeah, I I don't have anything else to add until we get into further detail. So, yep, that's that's fair enough, I guess. Um, do you guys? Want to start talking? Do you want to go? going to go negative or positive? Well, I don't think you and I have much negative to say, but up yeah. to you. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I'll go. I'll go first, and I have. I really only have one negative, and that's because when when I first watched this episode, uh, this tends to go back and back and forth between uh, a flashback and current day, and there's one flashback that only lasts about. 30 seconds and it just feels so pointless to just add that 30 second flashback and then come back to the current situation whereas previous flashbacks like went on for a couple more minutes it just it felt so pointless <laughs> to me um, mm-hmm. um but upon a couple more watchings I, I i kind of understand now the whole flashback thing i'll get into that in my positives but um yeah, that one just felt jarring, and um, yeah, that's it for my negatives. <laughs> I got nothing. You guys go next. Look, apart from my personal disappointment of what could be in the vault, I'm not sold on the idea yet. But as far as actual story negatives go, I was hooked on it, and I don't actually have anything negative to say. So, All right. two facts. <laughs> Cracking knuckles. Go for uh... it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna be a bit nitpicky, but <laughs> with the ending as it was, you're going with the ending as it was. Yeah, like I, I, if you have a decent episode, I'm not gonna nitpick too much. If you have a good episode but make a dumb decision, like a really dumb decision, I'm gonna <laughs> nitpick it because it's like it's just it serves the story. I know, but it, nah, I'll talk about that right at the end, so people have. You know, time to go back and pause this if they want to, and watch this, watch the episode, and then come back and continue. <coughs> okay, <clears throat> just clearing some bullshit from my lungs. Um, so <laughs> there's the a lot in back secrets. Sorry, there's a lot in there. Yeah, well, you know, you have to breathe in Moffat's writing. So. Yeah, fair enough. Um. The flashback sequence, eh, I, 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 it, it, what the fuck was it doing? Like, it, it didn't make sense to reveal that Missy is basically the thing in the vault. They haven't, like, gone and opened the doors and gone, that's Missy, but it's like... like uh, well, the yeah. Doctor believes Missy's in the vault, and so we are to believe the Doctor at this point. We have nothing to suggest otherwise. Okay, I'm going to put it this way. If you stick, take, like, if you have a box, say if you've got a tissue box, what is in the tissue box? A dead cat. No, or... I was going to say tissues. <laughs> and if you stick something in there... I was going, I was going there, for Schrodinger for you guys there. Yeah. 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 
Well, it's actually both dead and undead at the same time. Yeah, but yeah, I like to give some resolution. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, like you stick something in it, it's likely to come out the same side as that thing. Da da da. But unless you're a human, with the whole point of the doctor intentionally stopping the death of um, Missy, it's like just why. Like, if if you're going to have an execution thing and that she needs to serve, you know, a thousand years prison sentence, why why the hell are you just keeping her alive? It may... I, I don't get it. I don't really want to get it. I love Michelle Gomez as I, she is. I, I, I okay, like so, so what is your negative? I still don't understand what your negative is. Like, I'm trying to... My negative it. is the flashback sequence as a whole, but I'm nitpicking the point that the Doctor decides to... or, like, stops her dying or something from the Executioner's planet. Uh, but why? I don't understand. That's not out of character for him. It's not out of character, but it's dumb. It, it makes... For the Doctor, he doesn't necessarily hate the Master, and he doesn't really want to kill the Master or Missy or whatever, but I, for a prison sentence that he's consented to... I feel like just tinkering it, like having that storyline, is unnecessary. You could have done something much more interesting with the vault, like it, it, I don't have an example right now, but something that isn't just oh they're dead, but they're not dead. Ah, got you. It's it's like no, that's it's not. I don't feel like it's treating the audience with respect. I don't think it's treating the audience as intelligent. And if you're not going to do that, then it's not something that should be put on television. That's just the flashback sequence. Um, I think... Oh, the the Gallifreyan future tech device. Now, this is both a positive and a negative for me. Hang on, is this the rating device you're referring to? The, sorry? the reading device that the doctor uses? Well, the reading device in quotation reading yeah. device, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was specifically made to repair just the eyesight, or if it's repairing the whole body to, like, a status quo sort of thing, like it's how it started out, da-da-da-da-da. Um, that was really interesting. I'd like to see it again. It had basically bugger all because... The whole thing's in a simulation. Because, you know, the Doctor at one point said, oh, I may lose, like, a leg or an arm or something down the line, you know, maybe die early, whatever. That's interesting. Like, that's something that could be revisited. But because the If it's in a simulation, then, you know, it shouldn't have an effect on real-world stuff because it's computer stuff. And if a Gallifreyan... Um, device can't distinguish simulation and real life, then you probably want to go to the manufacturer and get a refund because that'd be shit. You know, the simulation version of you decides to use it. Oh, there goes my pinky toe. Uh, I thought. But yeah, the, sorry, just to butt in. I thought the whole point was like the simulation was too good. Hence the whole, hence the entire episode because he can email himself with the simulated glasses. Like, I thought that was the whole point, was that they made it so it's basically so good, it's almost impossible to tell that you're in a simulation unless you do the test itself. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I mean... I don't really think... 
that's not really what I thought of it. I didn't think it was too good. It was just the... It was a, a reveal. It's like, oh, you're in a simulation, and it just doesn't work. Like, from my perspective as a writer, as someone who... Like, when I try to make things for an audience, I try to make it so if you, you know, if you, one divided by three is 0.33 recurring or something. But I want people to be able to f make that jump themselves. I don't want them to have, like, here's the formula, here's this. I don't think the explanation that it's like, oh, we're all in a simulation, you know, we're actually just serving some other thing. It's like, um, what are you doing? This is wasting screen time. This this doesn't... This is not a reveal. Like, if you said before, you saw it coming throughout the entire episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why would you waste about five... Yeah, I'd say five minutes of going, oh, oh, but... But is it? Is it? I mean, the Veritas, everyone's killing themselves. You know, there's the number thing. Number thing was cool, but um, that, and then Nardol reaching in, and it's like, oh, I'm part of the simulation. Like, actually, that's one negative. Nardol's dialogue was so great at the start and so shit at the end. Like, he was literally saying what was happening. And when you do, I do that, agree with that bit there. like, it can be sarcastic. And it can work out fantastically, a la in Oxygen, when he's like, now the TARDIS is on the other side of the door. It's like, <laughs> haha, it's funny, because the Doctor's like, really, like, you're doing wonderfully. Um, not. But in this episode, he's just sort of saying the on-point things, and it's like, just why? Why are you ham-fisting it down my throat? You know? I mean, I did not see it coming right at the end, and I... I probably should have but thinking back on it it's like there's so much there and it's it's too telling and if you've ever done english in year 12 and you've done a creative response they're like don't make it a dream or well it wasn't a dream to be fair it wasn't it. a dream so <laughs> yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a simulation yeah um i think the are they called the monks? Is there any other word for them? No, they're just the called the monks. Yeah, the monks. A, a bit too much like the silence. It's a little bit like... Um, this feels like the silence meets the Ruxacorical Falibatorians, the Slovene, meets that weird, like, head-split people from Return of the Doctor Mysterio. It's like, um, cookie-cutter villain interesting but it's it's there's not there's not enough i need more as like an audience member if you're gonna dedicate one episode as like a setup to a two-parter effectively making it a trilogy or something which is what this episode felt like there should be a bit more building of the characters not so much telling just like show don't tell sort of stuff um and don't make, don't make the actions of the episode inconsequential, because that Gallifreyan reader device, I mean, it may get brought back, but it really feels like it was a cheap way to sort of get the Doctor to see for a little bit, and then da da da. Actually, 
if I remember correctly, last week I was sort of worried about how, you know, the blind thing was going to play out, and it was exactly what I was talking about, because bloody... <laughs> They, they cheated and they brought it back. I mean, you can cheat, but it was a dumb cheat, not of consequence. It's not like you had to surgically implant anything or he had to, like, actually pay for something. It's like, oh, no, it's this thing. But, yeah, who knows? There are two more episodes. It could be great. It could be, you know, yeah. But this first episode is not looking up. Yeah, fair point. No, I can't. I, I understand. Well, except for the beginning part, where I'm still a bit confused about. I understand your negatives, and I do admit that. Yeah, Nardole's dialogue was so good in the beginning of the episode, and kind of just, um, <clears throat> it, it kind of loses its. I don't. Know, how do I put it? It's just not as exciting as as the beginning. Um, so yeah, I can understand that. Personally, I do get some of the other qualms, but I don't think they detract from the episode, personally, in my opinion, but um, I can understand why they would you. Um, yeah. Anyone else want to get, got any negatives before we move to positives? Yeah, I'm done. I, I don't think I need to ramble much more. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well then let's go positives. Alright, who wants to go first to positives? You guys, you do it. Ringo, Nick, whichever one. Just talk. I'll go first. Uh, the first one I want to bring up, obviously, uh, the Pope scene. The the beginning yes. Pope scene with Bill is, I think, and I don't think I'm playing this up, one of the funniest moments in Doctor Who history. I kid you I not. I, I cried of laughter, and the whole, the whole audience was just absolutely losing their shit when the Pope comes in and he's speaking Italian and Bill's just Bill, oh my god, the subtle the subtleness of when the the, the TARDIS first comes in and she's she gets she has that look and it's like I'm gonna kill this man, you know, this this like evil threatening look and then it just turns into total surprise when the Pope comes in and they just have their mouths open and Penny's just like you have the Pope in your bedroom. <laughs> and then, um, and then, the, after all that, she turns to the, uh, are they ministers? I think they're ministers. I'm not too familiar with, or are they cardinals? I'm not too familiar with the Pope's thing. And she's like, you're all going to hell. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was a definite standout moment for me. Just, Ah, oh, I just I definitely didn't see that coming. It's just so funny. Um, I like uh, Nardol, <laughs> Nardol to Bill. I know you kind of mentioned it when you were you were tweeting out the episode uh, Ringo about the about Nardol. He tries to play bad badass, but he oh, absolutely so sucks at it. <laughs> I, would you like to talk about this one? Because I think you, you would explain this oh, better than I can. Oh, it's just the line. Nardol, are you secretly a badass? And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> Nothing secret about it, baby, but Maybe not. His line, I don't want to say it because I'm just going to cringe. Like, it's both cringe, but it's also not because I just bursted out laughing when he said that. Nardol's the freaking best. I also like how he takes I'm... his glasses off to look more sinister. I know, I know. He's, he's... I'm so glad he's gotten more time. 
with Oxygen and now this. He's just, he's such a, he's a, he's a heap of fun. I think what really... But I do agree with Connor about that one little bit with him, with mm. the simulation. But apart yeah. from that, he's amazing. I, I think what really adds to that moment is the fact that as soon as he says it, he turns around and he squeals like a little girl. <laughs> it just totally negates everything he was trying to play up to be. Yep. Um, also, hang on. Did you guys realize that Nardol was the the guy uh, he dressed up as the as the monk? <laughs> I say monk loosely, but I mean like monk as in like a good man oh. goes to war monk. Oh yeah, no, I called that straight away. Yeah, he people like a voice I didn't recognize life. that voice. I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> You've been listening the past seven episodes. It's clearly Matt Lucas. There's even if he tries to talk like this and make a not like seem like it seems, it's so obviously him. It's just it baffles me as to why you wouldn't think so. But I thought he played that was quite well. I was like, basically, you misses wouldn't approve. <laughs> um, uh, I I liked the flashbacks. So at first, I wasn't too familiar as to why they were incorporated. Obviously we get some background behind the vault. But um, I think the, the real reason they were brought up is something that I actually mentioned last week, which had nothing to do with the episode in question, but it was because certain words were brought up, that brings up certain memories. If you guys noticed that, like, a line is said in the episode, like, said in current day, that reflects what is said in the flashback. Yeah. So personally, I had no qualms because, as I mentioned last week with the whole loser thing, um, yeah, I, I can completely understand that being played. Not so much as going back and forth in time, but it's more the Doctor reflecting on that as a result of certain words being brought up. Um, so I thought that was well done. Um, as I said, I can understand why you weren't a fan of the the flashbacks. But personally, as I said, I have no problems with it, and it and it adds I don't know some an interesting layer because I get the impression we will find out more in either episodes seven or eight. Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm leaning more towards episode eight mainly because there's been no indicator of Missy being in episode seven, but um. Mm. We'll see, obviously, but, um, yeah, I just, I, I liked the way it was structured. Um, personally, I had the, the bit where, um, the, the numbers test for me was also a definite highlight. Oh, bit yeah. CERN, oh my god, it's so good. And then the, and then the people sitting around them just start joining in and just, adds to the creepiness like what the fuck is going on <laughs> um and then when the guys on Hoovians tried it it was so funny oh i've got <laughs> such a great i've got a, such a great story about this okay so um obviously that was a scripted moment in the yeah in, <laughs> in the episode but we weren't told about that <laughs> so when the thing came up uh i think the first number they say was like six or something and then, I shit you not, one guy in the audience yells out, 28! <laughs> as they <laughs> say the thing. And, and oh everyone just loses their shit again. <laughs> <laughs> and Rove's like, I know we probably should have explained this earlier, 
but this is a scripted thing between the five of us. <laughs> um, That's horrifying. I just, it's just, it was just funny how they tried to go for it and they just totally didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was yeah. That I, I almost wish they showed you like. That's the thing. There were so many good moments in Whovians that you don't see because of time restrictions or it's M-rated. Um, but, yeah, that was that was something I wish you guys could have seen because the spontaneity of it was just it was just beautiful. So, <laughs> had to bring that up. But, um, yeah, carry, carry on. Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, I liked... I like the, <laughs> I like the doctor bringing up Super Mario as a gamer. That made me happy. Oh man, that was <laughs> memorable. It's like Super Mario trying to erase himself from the game because he doesn't want <laughs> to continue dying. <laughs> I was like, that that kind of horrified me as a gamer. Like the idea that they, <laughs> I was like, they feel it too. And I was like, oh. <laughs> it made me made me question wanting to play Uncharted for for a day or so. I was like, nah, I'm gonna keep playing it. <laughs> um, I don't know. Have you got any more positives? And then I'm probably just I'll just probably just add on to yours. Um, I think you mentioned all my all the, my positives in terms of I, I I just loved seeing Missy again, even if it was a flashback. You know, oh, Missy's um, always great. Let's be honest. She's her um, scenes back and forth with Capaldi, even mentioning the untimely um, thing on on Darillion with Riverdale, True. Riverdale River Song. I just binged the show. Leave me alone. Um, even though that that part made me want to kill her, it's <laughs> we haven't seen her for so long, and it was so great to have her. Um, I, love her. I like the bit where she's like she's she's on the ground. And they start to grab her, like, start to go for her. It's like, get off me! I've just been yep. executed! It's like, try to have a little bit of respect. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a missy thing to say. I was like, yeah. Oh, I really hope we see her. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I was like, of course she's in the vault. God fucking damn it. And I'm I'm both, I'm, you know, I'm a bit disappointed, but it's missy. Like, it's not really going to be terrible because she's a freaking... Oh, Michelle Gomez is fantastic. Well, um, I've, I've got I've got, I've got a theory, right? I've oh, got a theory. Brings out yeah, bring out yeah, brings spray out bottles. The... So they mentioned they mentioned in this episode that um, that they uh, they fear about relapses, right? So, what if Missy is put into the vault, but what comes out is John Sims' master? Oh, that's interesting. Because technically, technically, Missy would be in the vault, but then they keep like, "Yeah, no, just kidding, it's John Sim." That, that that that's like I forgot if it, it might have been Adam's theory or it might have been a friend of mine's theory or both, but that Bill is every generated form of Missy. I think that was Adam who said that. I'm not sure, but the whole point of the, of the theory of yours and his is that. It's still Missy in the vault, but it's not Missy. Yeah. If you, you know, but look, I'd love to see a little twist because because it was revealed, you know, halfway through the season. I like to think there's there's more to it than originally planned. But I heard 
that the vault was one of the last things to be added to the series in terms of writing. Mm, so maybe that's why it was revealed so early because there wasn't much more to it. But I hope, I'm sure, knowing Moffat, there'll be something else. Anyway. Oh, also. I, 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 sorry, you could go. Yeah, no, no, continue. I was going to move on to a different point. Oh, so. right. I, I was going to a different point as well, but it's kind of to do with the flashbacks. I like the bit yep. where um, the doctor is <laughs> like. Um, Tells him to check his record, <laughs> and he's like, like <laughs> yes. "Under cause of death." But all of a sudden, you hear like, "Tick tick 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 often and it's like you should be fearing us it's like never it's like have a good day sir and he just runs off as well <laughs> <laughs> i just like how how um that was definitely a surprise uh a surprising thing for me like uh because i've mentioned a brief they mentioned briefly earlier in the episode that um uh the, the doctor uh has been offered confession but that if he uh, was to do it, it would take up too much time. So it's kind of like a subtle nod back to that, um, but just done in a, in a different way. So that stood out to me as a highlight. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I've got so much going on in my brain, and all I can think of talk about the factors of simulation, talk about the factors of simulation. <laughs> um, but I'm just trying to, to think of other good moments that I could think of at the top of my head. Um, well, I, I got to add on to the quick thing. I loved seeing Bill and Nardole as their own <laughs> duo. Yes. Doing things that the Doctor would do, but like it's just them. And I love the Doctor, but it was fun seeing the two companions just get up to mischief with all the little portal things. And that was really fun. And I hope we see a bit more of that in the season. But if not, um, I'm fine with, with the Nardole Bill stuff we saw in this episode. And One that thing- was fun. One thing I hope I get to see in either, or hopefully episode 7, I want to know, like, World Domination's fine, but I want to understand why they want to dominate the world, and why now. Yeah, it, it's a very, what's the word? It, this is good setup, but I want to I want to see that explored, yeah. because... It seems too generic, bad guy, like, oh yeah, let's take over the world. Well, you know, tell us why. You seem interesting enough to create a simulation of the world, so you must have a pretty damn good reason to want to take over. So let's let's get a good idea, guys. Come on. <laughs> it, it can't just be because we want to or some shit like that. But Yeah, I don't know. That 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 would be cool, hopefully. I mean, it is a three-parter, so we'll get to hopefully something. Yeah, well, you'd think within a three-parter they'd, they'd have enough time mm. for it. And personally, I'm not detracting that from extremists because this is, this is really intriguing setup like the fact that they oh, yeah. have the ability to create numerous simulations of the entirety of earth to find out the best way to, to conquer it um <clears throat> it's just yeah i want I, I hope that it gets explored either next week or, or ho- hopefully next week if not episode eight but i feel like episode eight would be pushing it a bit too late for my liking but um, uh you rhymed all right, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, we've definitely been dragging that out a bit. Uh, speaking of which, what did you guys think of the next time trailer? Pyramid at the end of the world. Mr. Fax, you want to... Yeah, Mr. Fax, you've been awfully quiet. <laughs> yeah, because well, it's nothing positive. Well, if, <laughs> he's not a positive guy. For the episode was, this is Gallifrey. Like, this, the music track coming back and making a new version for it to suit Missy and the Doctor, which is nice. But, um... Mm, on the yeah. topic of the next mm-hmm. time trailer, uh, it, it, it doesn't look terrible. Doesn't look great. I don't. That's yeah. We got we, we got there. I don't know. I'm sorry, it's I'm sorry, like it was one. It's one of those funny ones where I'm just like, I'm not sure what to think. It's promising, but this pyramid is a pyramid, and there doesn't seem to be much more to a pyramid. Which is odd. So um, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, they definitely bring up a, like that's definitely sets up a lot of intrigue as to like why is there a pyramid there that wasn't there yesterday? You know, this really ridiculous Doctor Who setup yeah. that could really yeah. <clears throat> have a lot of intrigue to it if done right. Um, sorry, I forgot to ask. Did you have any positives that we didn't bring up, GFX? I just, I just assumed you were all negative. My bad. Besides, this is Gallifrey. I can't really think of any that comes straight to mind. I mean, the guy who played the, the representative for the Pope, was really interesting. But um, yeah, he did. So, well, can't do much more. They are all dead. <laughs> Cause it, cause it ain't real. They're all exactly. dead. At what point do you wonder that Doctor Who is just a simulation? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> oh no. Uh, actually, I do have a question. Right. So, at the end of the episode, they they were like, um, the Doctor, like, we have killed you many times, but they don't bring up that he regenerates. I feel like that would be that would be an important thing. To, to, to point out. You know what I mean? Like, he's clearly not human. And if they killed him numerous times, they, they should know that. They actually but, know um, who the 13th Doctor is. No, that's an interesting point. <laughs> Tell us, please. <laughs> it's me, guys! Sorry. <laughs> they, keep, they keep shooting him, so, like, like they, there's one really dedicated monk who's just like, Doctor Who is so great, I'm just gonna, like, I'm gonna put Peter Capaldi in a chamber and shoot him and see what happens. See who generates it too. If I get, like, a <laughs> common thread, I'm just gonna write that name down. Well, it's just interesting, because they, they say as well, like, that's a way of keeping me alive this time, it's like, paying his information. Whereas I feel like regeneration would be almost a definite amount of information you can get from the Doctor. Like, the fact that I don't know, you could play to that in some way. And they just, I don't know, I feel like that was glossed over. There you go. There's another negative for you. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of two that I have. But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, it's interesting setup. I, I'm intrigued. And as I said, I feel like this is very self, as you, even though you don't like the X marketer, I feel like that makes it a much more self contained episode as a result. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the future... the Anything that happens in the future episodes doesn't necessarily impact that episode. 
because it's all simulations. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued to see where episode seven. <laughs> oh my god, episode seven. We're already at episode six. Is halfway. No. <laughs> where is the time gone? I don't like this. What is what is life after Doctor Who? <laughs> don't you dare remind me of the past year before. <laughs> We're gonna have to wait till Christmas, and that's gonna be hell. <laughs> it will be. For more reasons than one, obviously now. But um, do you guys want to get into then the best of series five? I don't, I don't know why I said it like that, but I just that, that's really weird. Yeah, but okay, yeah, let's go for it. of series five Woo! I don't know I'm probably going to add some more music <laughs> I don't know good that, that, that was a bit underwhelming <laughs> that's, that's what I've described as underwhelming <laughs> oh, well you know it depends how you this segue was mm. underwhelming alright <laughs> yeah but the noise he made was definitely you know life yeah. is underwhelming that's true <laughs> that's philosophical for you Alright, um, hang on, so what's the order this week? The order this week mm, is so you, then me, then, sorry, Nick, then George, then Connor, or you, then me, yeah, then Connor. Interesting, so interesting. you can, also, te- quick tangent before we move into this, before I forget, mm. Paddington 2 trailer, Peter Capaldi, that is all, continue. He's not really in that much of the trailer, but he owns when he is. Yeah, I know, but still, it's Peter Capaldi, and I love him the first one. David Tennant plays Paddington, doesn't he? He does? Not that I know of. Also, Murder on Known Express trailer. Thank you for making me aware that I was live, Mr. Name. Yeah, well, that's that's pretty good to talk about before we get to Series 5, but, um... Yeah, I was intrigued by the Mummy on the Express trailer, um... Uh, I've got two books of it, two versions of, of it as a book, but um, mm. uh, I like the cast they have. And as I pointed out to you, the only thing I'm not really a fan of is um, Paul yeah. Branner as Poirot. Man, because, it's not David Suchet. Yeah, that's but... the thing. It just feels so odd <laughs> not having David Suchet as Poirot. I feel like he just encapsulate, encapsulates the character so well that it's like, who is this knockoff? <laughs> Why is Interesting. why does Gilderoy Lockhart playing an inspector for? <laughs> Tennant isn't voicing Paddington. No, so I didn't think but, so. But someone who people have mentioned about playing next Doctor, Ben Whishaw, who is Q in the James Bond films, that's is right. Yeah, voicing He's Paddington voice to, is voicing Paddington. So that's interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that name sound familiar. Yeah. Anywho, two two trailers I just thought I'd briefly mention. Mm. Um. If there's no other things about that little tangent, series five. <laughs> this, will, this will probably just be this will probably just be in the um, in the end part, you know. 
Good idea. I just find, idea. listen, which part feels so out of place in comparison to the rest of the episode? I brought that up because I knew I'd forget it after the season five, so I just had to mention it. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. Freaking Capaldi, man. I'm going to miss him. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, series five. Uh, Jeez, we've this, really pushed that. Oh my God. This was a tough one. Like, series four was, was somewhat tough. This was tougher. This was ten times tougher for me. Do you want to hear a secret? Yeah. I still haven't picked one yet. <laughs> <laughs> I legit have not picked one. I'm jumping between like two and possibly a third one, but legit, I'm, I'm, once it's all done, I have to just choose. So I'm waiting for Connor to be like, my 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 favorite of series five is Victory of the Daleks, and I'm going to hate him for it. Wait, that wasn't... That's not an option we should choose. <laughs> no, I mean Shit. like, no, I mean like he's gonna pick the one that like no one else would ever consider picking. In yeah, time. no one else would pick that one. Well, yeah. I think in terms of victory, <laughs> gonna be I was like, I'm not trying to stereotype anything on you, but you do do that. Excuse <laughs> do do, do um, It's dodo. I mean shit. Dodo. It's not doo-doo, It's dodo. Thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, the guy who plays Winston Churchill, Mr. Ian McNeese, Ian has McNeese. quite a mm. huge credit list. That's I did not realize. Jesus. But he's he, done a lot. He has. He really has. He has. My lordy lord. All right. But I, th- I, I think, honestly, if I'm going to say anything positive about Victory, it's the fact that they casted Ian McNeese as um, Winston Churchill. He he looks so much like him, what they've done with him. Like... Mm-hmm. The the only other person in Doctor Who that I think they got historically close is probably um uh oh, Charles Dickens from series one. <laughs> yeah. Like th- those was just spot on visual casting. So um yeah, wanna point that out. If I'm gonna say anything really positive about victory, it's gonna be that really. Nick you are up first. Yeah. What okay, is your so I'm gonna go with the first episode of series five and in my opinion probably the best starting point episode for a person i mean besides blink but blink's a very casual uh bring him in but if you want someone to understand the entire gist of the show in a really 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 well done way you make them watch the 11th hour because Mm -hmm. oh my god (laughs) it's 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 a simple story it's just uh, the a prisoner has escaped from a girl's bedroom, um, and they have to try and um, bring it back uh, before they block the entire Earth. So, well, they hate the entire Earth. I think I should specify. But um, yeah, Matt Smith, first episode. Oh, he he is the Doctor from from get go for me. Like Capaldi, it took some time. Tenet definitely took some time, but Matt Smith, man, <laughs> he he just he is the Doctor from get go. He just has this whimsy that you just get suckered into. You're just like, yeah, he's the Doctor. But um, oh, I just I just ah, oh, where do I even start with this episode? Um, he I know this has some become a bit of a um, a cliche somewhat with the Doctor not having a sonic screwdriver and having a time pressure on him, a la Oxygen. But uh, in this one, he really he really does a good job. Um, he has to try and figure out how to alert 
the uh, the what are, what are they called? The Atraxi, I think it is. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the Atraxi. So what he does, he gives, he sends a computer virus throughout the entire Earth to make everything read zero and make the origins come from that phone. Um, also, the fact that Prisoner Zero can shapeshift everyone is definitely an intriguing concept. And the fact that um, the Doctor uses Amy to remember what Prisoner Zero looked like before she shapeshifted, so therefore she shapeshifts into <laughs> into her own self. That was a, a really cool um, resolution. Also, the, the Doctor, he gets such a badass... <laughs> he gets such a, such a badass ending uh, when he mm-hmm. when he brings the aliens <laughs> brings the aliens back to Earth to give them a lecture. <laughs> that was uh, really well done. Um, yeah, I just Karen Gillan, she, she's just fantastic as Amy. Uh, <laughs> Arthur Darville, he's he he might be my favorite not companion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If, if I think about it, yeah. it's hard to say because yeah. I can't really classify Rory as a companion. I mean, he does travel into the TARDIS, and technically that does yeah, make him but one. Like, but in Series Five, he's a, he's a not companion, mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's just he's just so good. Oh, I love Rory. <laughs> I want to give him a hug. <laughs> um, oh, I'm just I'm trying to understand. It's just if you want to understand everything about the show, I mean, oh my god, how do I forget this? The fish figure and custard scene, the beginning of the episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, where he's trying to, to understand what his new tastes are, and that was really, that's a really fun, charming scene. Um, I don't know, I just, yeah, there's just something really magical about everything about the 11th hour. It's just, I would hate myself if I did not remotely mention this in regards to the best of series five because it is most definitely up there um but yeah so there's, there's my first pick guys your turns all right um it is <laughs> top <not> that <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't i can't speak that that fondly of an episode but wait no this is season five don't mind okay um my first ep- my first vote for um best of series five goes to the Pandorica opens. Mm. Yes. So to me, when I was watching through series five for the first time, I was like, "All right, Moffat, you've done it. You've done good episodes. This is your shot. This is the final. This is the the, the, the final for a se- series. You got to you got to show us what you got." And I don't think for a second I was dis- I was disappointed. Moffat delivered. So goddamn hard. Um, this, this episode was a really nice, nice setup for the Big Bang. Um, but I think as an episode, it delivered. We got so many awesome mentions of the show's mythology. We got talks of Daleks and Sidemen and Sontarans and blah, blah, blah. We got an amazing Matt Smith speech, again, b- bouncing off from, what you, from your 11th hour thing. Moffat mm-hmm. loves his speeches so goddamn much. And a Matt Smith is brilliant with them. Yeah. We've got Amy... Yeah, he yeah. Look, he's not he's not Capaldi. But... No, no, no. I squeed. That was a squeed. Oh, you, okay. I thought, I thought you were like. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, no. I, I, was just, really. I just got reminded of the of the um, Stonehenge scene and like. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it was, it was an internal fanboy squeed moment. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, could you? Okay, was... <laughs> um, as far as characters go, you've got Amy and River. 
with the Doctor and a Rory that Amy doesn't know and it's like, oh, my heart, you don't understand, it, it, it really hurt watching, watching that, but it's, 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 it's just, I don't know how to, how to put this, it's just a, um, it's, it just builds up so goddamn well and I think, trying to think, it could be my favourite Moffat final, although I'd have to, I think season six and were good though. I'd have to rewatch them, but this is definitely up there. I have to rewatch it, rewatch them all. But this is probably my favorite one. It's just, it's really built up everything, and it covers the some interesting themes, like like the greatest threat to the universe. And while that could have been a bit predictable, you know, the whole Amy situation of it all was really fun, and it it, it made me just so excited for Big Bang, which also did deliver. But yeah, it's 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 a great double, and Pandorica is my first vote. Series five. Can I just point out that that episode probably has one of my favorite lines ever said by a person. Um, it's so they're in the Pandorica, and yeah, <laughs> it's I think I know what you're gonna say. But yeah, no. River's like, uh, I hate wi- hate good wizards and fairy tales. Always turn out to be him. And the first time I heard that, I laughed like you did yep. <laughs> with the with the Jar Jar <laughs> thing last week. That was how hard I was laughing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I gotta, I gotta convince that, or at least. It is, it is yeah. a great episode, and it gets my vote. Now, mm. Mr. Fax, give us Victor the Daleks. Now, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, Unless you can you if you want, then... but if you, oh, I'll Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> it's, any episode, it's any episode of the yeah. season, so. Normally, I give my favourite episode first. Um, normally I would. And in this instance, I thought I might shake it <laughs> up a bit, but... I actually had my favourite <laughs> already submitted, so I'm not going to say until we get to the voting grounds. So I have to, I'll go in my usual order and save the shaking up for another time, but my pick... <laughs> you can leave Series 9 when it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. My pick, my first pick is Vincent and the Doctor. This... This episode mm. was kind of like a a weird episode because it was its own, but it did so much for the characters, I think, and so much for Amy and the Doctor. And at this point in her story, Amy had forgotten Rory, and, you know, she was still sort of living life with the Doctor and everything, but, you know, it's had that raw emotion from Rory dying effectively and being taken by the crack in time um and then meeting Vincent Van Gogh who I the way the character was portrayed the job that the actor did I resonated with him so much I sort of felt so sad when he was down in the dumps and I felt so happy when he was genuinely excited and that sort of chaos is really hard to manage on screen without it being pantomime in some sort of sense. And my all-time favourite of Matt Smith eras, like, it's that moment when Vincent, he's he knows he's useless, he knows that nobody loves his work, but the Doctor, and with a little persuasion from Amy, decides... I'm going to take Vincent to see his future, to see what he's remembered for. 
and this little song starts playing and I can never remember the name of the song but it's just gentle and plays like this little piano note as it goes along and he goes into the museum and he looks at the statue and the framing of the picture of Van Gogh's eyes and then crossing to the actor's eyes who's playing Van Gogh obviously the cutting the editing the music Vincent weeping at this moment seeing how much joy and how much sort of inspiration he's given people over paintings which he thought himself no good of and then you got Bill Nye saying that that line where it's like he is the most you know most absolutely amazing artist you know what was the line I think he um he transformed the pain of his existence into ecstatic beauty and you've got this revolving shot as it goes around the room and everything it's just so intense and then to sort of have you know matt smith come in and be in faction it's like vincent is it too much and then Vincent goes no it's wonderful thank you and that little line just at the end and it's like he kisses bill nye nye on the cheeks and says sorry about the beard and then sort of goes off. It's just oh. <laughs> that's what I have to say. Oh, oh, it's so good. Oh, that that's an, that is an emotional kick to the. Oh, it's a, oh my god, that's what I love. It. Oh, uh, I want to point out. I do know the name of the song. If you want to know. Oh, please do. Yeah. Okay, so the song is called Chances. It's by Athlete. Chances by Athlete. Um, I, I didn't know if it, Athlete. That's oh. the name of the. We're going to listen to that as soon as um, I get... Right as soon now. as we finish <laughs> off, I'm going to listen to it. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, it is it, such a very powerful scene, and that was a... Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to indulge yeah. something. At least one of my top three has already been mentioned. Yeah? At least one of my top three. At least. In, well, also the same thing. Mm. Yeah. There you go. There's some, there's some intrigue for you. Well, Shaking it up. We, the first round, we have named three very mm. powerful, great yeah. episodes. These are, these so. are some powerhouses that we've already mentioned. Yeah, like, we've really just dived straight into it. <laughs> like, all three of these could be in the top ten of Doctor Who, best Doctor Who, and I would have no problem with any of these being in there, because they're all fantastic episodes. Um, so, my, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm next, unless you, got, unless you have any more thoughts about... No, no, no you like that's my pick let's roll on to the next one yeah that's awesome so you said beforehand the writer's trick about never say it was all a dream but doctor who proves that you can do that and amy's oh. choice is, <laughs> definite that was proof, is definite proof of this oh my god what an episode <laughs> the idea of the the three of them having to decide which of these two realities is real and you have this such oh my god we, we talked about toby jones in the um in the in our thoughts about sherlock but he is fantastic as the dream lord and the fact that the the doctor knows who he is but can't really tell amy and rory but you're like oh who is he? How is he related to the Doctor and all that? Um, oh, it's just the setup is just so intriguing. The idea that 
there could be this alien invasion of, of elderly people. <laughs> or you can have them hurtling towards uh, a sun made of made of cold or cold sun or something like that yeah it's cold sun um and one of these is real and they have to figure out which one it is um and then we get the the really the really tragic moment of um of uh rory dying to the hands of the i can't think of what they're called when you guys look it up for me while i keep rambling about amy's choice for a second um yeah but the point is and you just see um, see this really um, seem slowly disintegrate in the sand and, and uh, Rory's like look after our baby for me and I'm like no, no like as I said Rory in, <laughs> Rory in series 5 I mean I, I, I expressed, expressed how much I loved him in um, 11th hour he he's oh my god he is so good in this as well <laughs> and he pulls off he pulls off a ponytail somewhat okay <laughs> only somewhat um, and I like Amy's comment when he finally takes off I was like I was only just starting to like it now <laughs> I'm like well you could have been a bit sooner on that but oh. um, yeah I don't know what else to say about this episode it's just oh I, I actually I, I kid you not as soon as I finished watching Extremis I watched Amy's Choice because those two felt similar yeah. to me um and um, yeah, it's just a fan. it's just an all-round fantastic episode. So my next pick goes to Amy's Choice. Uh, just a, <laughs> I couldn't sound Just on the note of what the monsters yeah, were, they're the Echnodine. Mm. That's it. Yeah, I, I I have such a hard time remembering alien names because it's, there's what 52 years of aliens. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> like I can't even remember what the invisible creature from Vincent and Doctor was. <laughs> and I call myself a fan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, George, you're next. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> um, look, it's purely coincidental that my next pick is a Moffat episode again. But oh, um, Moffat lover. I know. I know. I should just 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 marry him, why don't you? <laughs> my pick goes to Vesta Series Five. The Time of Angels is my next mm. pick. Yes. You always do that. It gives me chills. Yeah, I like it. Like, I like, I like interesting. Yeah, because I, yeah, like, so, I like hearing what you guys um, choose. Not necessarily your um, favourite, but just so, choose. Not many ways. Weirdly enough, I didn't like Flesh and Stone as well as this episode. I'm putting that out, I'm putting that out here now. Mm-hmm. But simply because I think Time of Angels just built up the already existing horror of the Weeping Angels so goddamn well. It is no blink. I'm putting that out there, but it has oh, it has some great moments. Um, we get to see River Song again. That's one of my main highlights of this episode. Um, I fell in love with the mystery of River Song from the library double, and Alex Kingston is just such a brilliant actress. She plays it so well. It's it's always a joy seeing somebody with more knowledge than the Doctor, and in this setting as well. It was oh, I love any episode with River Song. Pretty much. Um, now, the Doctor and um. Amy's uh, relationship was great in this episode, and now we're all great, but I'm going to focus on the weeping goddamn angels. Um, when I saw this episode, I didn't think... Lincoln, miss it. Any... <laughs> Shut up. Shut <laughs> up. I'm getting, I'm getting PTSDs now. Um, I didn't think I could be more horrified of the weeping angels after Blink. I, th- I thought they were 
in Doctor Who that were the creepiest things to ever exist, and you, you couldn't do anything with that. Yep. I was, and then this episode came, and they gained these additional abilities and tricks, and I just they became worse for me. They became so much worse, and it made them ideal for this really dark tone uh, episode. And I was like, God damn, we're being angels, Moffat. Just what the fuck are you doing? Just keep on doing it. Um, it was it was amazing. I think why I love this episode so much, apart from the the production was brilliant in this episode, Jesus. But um, the, uh, the the Whipping Angels were great and all. But I think each character had their part in this episode, and they truly just they truly shined. You got River, Amy, and the Doctor just doing what they do. And Flesh and Stone for me wasn't didn't reach the same level in my opinion. But Time of Angels continues off what Blink set out for these horrifying creatures. And with a new Doctor, you know, it was nothing short of excellent. So that is why The Time of Angels is getting my vote for Best of Series 5. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Actually, Mr. Fax? I just want to mention one thing that you left out of Time of Angels, which has probably got to be uh, the fourth or fifth best rug pull um, in the series of Doctor Who. <coughs> Sorry. New Who. Um, they... T- they like in the the plot of the story, they crash like they land on this planet and there are these people. I forget the name of the native race, but they talk about them a lot. And then it's like, oh, they had two heads, da da da. And it's like they sort of like have com- like the doctor would, I think, remarked at one point saying that they argue with themselves or da da da, something about doubling the brain power. It's been a while since I watched the episode, but um, they were going through. And they going through to get to the wreckage, and they get to this one point where there's a bunch of the statues, and it's like it's a it's a tomb basically. These are all the dead people that they've sort of carved up and everything to make look like um, statues, and or made a statue for. And then it clicked at that moment of just going, like the doctor's face going, oh no. And then you just sort of just, like, wait, what? what's going on? Wait, what, is something wrong? And it's like, why do they all have one head? And then it's like, uh... We think angels everywhere! They're everywhere! This is terrifying! Oh, that, that, sorry, I just... Them. I had to talk mm, about that one moment, because it's a, it's a great bit. Um, yeah. Anyhow, moving on to my second pick... Okay, sorry, before you do, I want to point out two things uh, that you guys didn't bring up. So, the first thing I want to bring up is the, the continuity error, quotation marks, of, um, uh, was it, uh, Flesh and Stone. I don't know if you guys will talk about it, but <laughs> I love how, um, it, it just seemed like, oh, they, they, they just messed up the fact that he wasn't wearing his coat, but they actually readdressed that in, um, in the Big Bang. Yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I was like, "Oh my god!" I I genuinely don't know if it was planned all along, but that would have been such an awesome thing if it was. Uh, but sorry, the more important thing I want to talk about was just the cliffhanger. Like for me, that mm-hmm. cliffhanger was the last time we had such an exciting cliffhanger was probably Stolen Earth, if I have to be honest. Like Stolen Earth for so a cliffhanger, like one that genuinely, <laughs> yeah, one that genuinely like. <laughs> Well, he well, he did have two years between these true, things, so, true. so 
so I'm allowed to say that. But um, yeah, just a genuine like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what happens next week type of cliffhanger. Um, yeah, just ah, oh, time of angels, man, just love that. Yeah, anyway, um, yes. The... <laughs> just wanted to point that out. No, the the uh, continuity error was actually in Flesh and Stone. Sorry. Yeah, so I said uh, Flesh I and Stone. Sure yeah, I did that, but yeah. I did that. Uh, mm-hmm. My second choice goes to The Lodger. Purely, yeah. uh, purely because of James Corden. His, his acting amazing. in this <laughs> is so believable and so sort of like Again, it's a character I really resonated with because he's just—he's an idiot, and I'm an idiot, and I love him. He's adorable, and the way it starts out, where it's like he just goes, he, uh, he's got the keys to the girl he loves and everything, and he's like the keys to her house, and he's just like, "I'm gonna say it, I love you, I love you, I love you," and he sort of opens the door and he's, "I love you," and then it's just Matt Smith, and he's just like. Well, that's good. So just he's so dumbstruck and everything. The relationships that happen in this and sort of how they play out with I can't remember the main character's name, but James Gordon's character and Craig. 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 Sorry. (laughs) Thank you. Um, (laughs) I know people, but I just don't know. Just in a month. Yeah, with Craig and how (laughs) how he's sort of like he's awkward, but he's He's the big shot, which is something you don't normally see in mainstream television, at least not for back then. Um, and I liked how when he discovered who the Doctor was and everything, it's sort of like, you're shh from shh, and you're it's like all this stupid shit. It was a really fun and light episode, and it sort of showed in what way the Doctor could be human how Matt Smith could be silly but also entertain, you know, a weirder, darker side. So yeah, that's why The Logic gets my second pick. I think, sorry, before I talk about my next pick, The Logic, I think, works because of how alien uh, Matt Smith is as the Doctor. Like, to me, mm-hmm. that wouldn't work if it was uh, David Tennant or Christopher Eccleston, because they, they play it very human. You have to be really ridiculously alien so I feel like the only person that could really honestly pull it off besides Matt Smith would probably be Tom Baker yeah because you need that alien goofiness to counteract the whole mundane human aspect of of this episode so yeah as I said I think this episode really works because of Matt Smith and yeah like I have no I have no problem with you picking (laughs) the lodger as a favorite whatsoever um now, on to, to my next pick. So, I finally get to talk about a Christmas episode. Woo! I'm picking a Christmas carol because it's a really good Christmas episode for a bloody change. <laughs> <laughs> Say what you will about the end of Time Part 1, but I still didn't think it was a great episode. Um, and Time Part 2 is New Year's Day, so I can't be I can't be deemed that as a hatred towards Christmas episode there. But, um... Yeah, this is probably the first Christmas episode where I'm like, this is a really, really good episode. And I think the real, the the main reason of this 
apart from Matt Smith, who's just great all season, um, is um, Kazran Sadik. I can't remember his name. The Michael Gammon. There you go. Michael Gammon is Kazran. He he is so good at, <laughs> as playing a bitter old man. And I like the idea. I uh, see. I like when Doctor Who takes um, a concept made up in a in a uh, in a story. I like "It's a Wonderful Life" was used for "Turn Left." Uh, in this case, they used a Christmas Carol to actually try and convince um, Kazran to open the cloud. But as a result, um, by the Doctor choosing to do the past, present, future, it actually backfires on him because he's changed the, the person so much that he can't control the, the cloud anymore. Um, so I liked that bit of consequence there. Um, I liked Abigail as well. As well. <laughs> she was a really good, good actor. She's an okay actor. She's a great singer, put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I also just love the ridiculousness of the the planet itself. Like there are there are fish in the clouds. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just uh, just it's it's such a ridiculous setup, but it's just grounded by so much heart and emotion, um, which I feel like is the point of a Christmas Carol in a whole. Like it's meant to be this not uplifting, but I don't know positive outlook on the world and I feel like um, this episode really encapsulates what makes that story so good um, what else do I have to say about it it's just I don't know when you when you watch it you understand like I'm just I'm trying to put I'm trying to really put this in words. I'm not really great if you've noticed when it comes to trying to sell a person an episode. I'm not Connor. <laughs> oh no, you're not. I'm, I'm... <laughs> I'm no Connor when it comes to selling Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> <laughs> Buzz Lightyear is a superhero movie starring Connor. Masters. Hey. Um, but uh, yeah. It... Yes, yes, it's very memorable. You're a great you're a great um what's it called? You could be a good cast seller, put it that way. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called, but you're yeah. a good castle. Mm. <laughs> anyway, my point is the Christmas Carol is going to be my next pick. <laughs> I know we got a tangent there, but that's my next pick for you guys. That's a gr- that's probably my favorite Christmas episode. Mm. I think that was a great pick. Um, I know I sold that episode, but you, when you watch no, 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 no. But you, you just made me think back to Michael Gambon and the way they twisted it, like the, the premise, and it was great. Um, as far as Series 5 goes, I've actually, all my picks have been said, or already said by me, so, Ooh. yeah, that is it by me. It's the same Fax. here from me, dude. Really? Well, <laughs> I've got one left, and I'm surprised you guys didn't Probably talk about it. I'm just going to talk about the big, the big thing. <laughs> the big, yes, of course. I mean, you talk about the Pandoric Opens, and that sets up such an intriguing premise, but then <laughs> we get given, um... We get given this alternate reality where um, the the stars are gone out and they can't explain it, uh, and then we get to the museum and the um, the Pandoric opens, but when it opens, it's not the Doctor, it's Amy, 
and it's like okay kids this is where it gets complicated I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> I've been watching this episode for three minutes and I understand little and then we go back in time and we see that um, Amy was put back put into the Pandorica to save the last remnants of the body and um, <laughs> we get to see Rory <laughs> I love the dynamic between Rory and the Doctor that, that first bit <laughs> where he's going back in time and like using the water's manipulator to go back in time and talk to Rory and then come back to the forward and get the drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just it's such a ridiculous setup, but it just works so well. Uh and then we get to the <laughs> we get to see the doctor with the fez. Come on guys. How is that not reason enough to pick the big bang? <laughs> Fair enough. I wear a fez now. <laughs> Fezes are cool. And then Rufus shoots, Rufus shoots it off his head. Well, not doesn't shoot off its head. He, she she takes the fez, throws it. Well, Amy throws it, and then Rufus shoots it. It makes the doctor sad. He's like, I can get another one. <laughs> um, and then we get the really interesting um, ending of the episode where the doctor chooses to cause the second Big Bang, and as a result, he winds himself back in time. <laughs> Um, and we get to see Amy and Rory totally forget the Doctor. Although I do admit there is a bit of a cheat, although it's kind of a clever cheat, where um, Amy recites the the wedding vows and oh, the 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 wedding saying something old, something borrowed. It's, I can't something even say old, it. Something old, something new, old, something borrowed, something, 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 something blue. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. And that uses that jogs her memory too about the doctor and yeah all that was as I said it was a cheat but it was a clever cheat and also we get to see at the very end the doctor do the the drug giraffe which I've got to be honest <laughs> I I love I actually did this once or twice when I got when, I, when I'm forced to like dance I just do the drug giraffe and it's great <laughs> <laughs> and it's like uh, I actually have met one or two hoobins by doing so they were like that was a drunk giraffe I'm like yes it was <laughs> um but yeah I feel like it was a a very satisfying ending to such an intriguing setup done by the Pandora opens so my last pick is going to go to the big bang also it's when Rivet was conceived and that's that's also a thing should point that out <laughs> this episode was very important in the grand scheme of things um, mm. Mm. Uh, do we have any more general comments about, comments about Series 5 before we go into our, our picks? No. 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 Mr. Facts? No. Alright. Personally, well, I think it's just a really good overall series. Like, apart from Victory and Beast being a bit eh, I thought it was a really solid, really solid series. Yeah. Which is what I want to see, so, my Doctor Who. There's lots of love in this season. Mm. But which is the best? Such, such, a, right. such a good start, from what I put it that way. It is nickname. Um, you got uh, so <laughs> my 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 favorite one I do deem to be the best of series five was the one I said, the eleventh hour. It's just for for such an introduction. Like you guys picked the end of time part two to as your best of series four specials, and understandably so. Moffat had to deliver an episode to convince those Moffat fans plus new people to continue watching Doctor Who. And what an episode to do so in. Um, 
I have zero. I, I, I gen. This is a ten out of ten episode for me. Like, and I only give. I've only given that to eight episodes in the entire series, and this is so warranting of it that, yeah, I can't go past this episode. Eleventh uh, hour, easily my pick for this one. Um, on to you guys. Well, sorry, Connor, but Eleventh Hour is easily the best of series. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I've seen this episode. This is the, my oh. most, my most rewatched episode of the series. It just pull. It's an hour. I keep forgetting it's an hour because it's mm. of how the pacing is brilliant. Yeah, the, it doesn't feel like an hour. It feels it like half an hour. <laughs> it feels like it actually feels shorter than the average episode. I mm. get in there, but from from the speech to the to the you know even the, the very beginning the fish fingers meeting Rory the the the, the guy on the laptop talking to the people yeah. of the freaking <laughs> I the... forgot about that scene that's so yeah so that's funny. it delete your um, internet history <laughs> exactly um overall it just it sold me on Matt Smith in one hour and that's that deserves all the stuff it gets from me so unless Connor. <laughs> sorry, Connor, but that was my <laughs> yeah, I guess I sorry, Connor, for a change. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, yeah, the facts. Now, your vote was mm. either Eleventh Hour or Pandorica. Yeah, which which one was it? I'm not sure. I should say. Drum roll. that's it, guys. <laughs> I I will give the line, which if you know the episode well enough then you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. All right, Ooh, piece of cake. Test. Gotta Ready? psych yourself up here. Uh, yeah? I need his laptop. I need your boyfriend's laptop. No, not him, the pretty one. Yeah! Yes! Unanimous! Unanimous! Oh, my God. <laughs> I feel like me mentioning the, the Jackson probably took away from that bit, but still. Mm, yeah, <laughs> you basically <laughs> lost the quote. Oh, unanimous choice. This is beautiful. This is really beautiful. It's like, your boyfriend is like, not him, the pretty one. I need Jess. I need Jess laptop. Big laptop. I just fucking love that line. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, like how it's like, oh, there's all these people panicking. Um, and he's like, oh, there's going to be one, this one giant conference. And then there's like really, oh, who was it, uh, that was flirting with, um, the, the old oh, lady? One, one <laughs> like... clue. Howard von Dickelberg. I don't know. I'm just remembering bits and I just like, it's like careful. He's a um, devil. <sighs> yeah, careful. He's a devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just, I just, I don't know. Just so, so, oh God, I can just. Ah, I, I want to go watch the eleventh hour now, but I can't because I got to go watch Wonder Woman. <laughs> so, oh, have fun! Yeah, that's what I'm going to go. Know what so, you think. I'm, I'm yeah. saying, I'm saying that next weekend. Yeah, I'm really excited. Tonight it's going to be going to have dinner at um, Auburn, and then I'm going to go to watch Wonder Woman straight after because it's all in the same area. Um, so. it can't be worse than Suicide Squad. That's my well. I've heard right good things, and that's... I've heard amazing things. Yeah, well, but I yeah. don't like to hype I'm, myself up. I'm movies. setting myself. Mod- so I've set myself low stance for DC. As a result of the hype, I'm setting myself an okay standard. Like, okay, I'm that, giving myself good. good as minimum. Like, if it is mm-hmm. not good <laughs> as a minimum, 
I'm gonna be annoyed <laughs> put it that way. Um, because yeah, this is really my last chance for DC. If they if they screw this up, and I'm gonna get the assumption that they don't, but uh, if they screw this up, then there's no way this DC EU is going to work. Um, so yeah, I'm intrigued to see what my thoughts will be when I end up watching that, but. I'm getting a bit off topic there. I'm just really happy that the eleventh hour won that one. <laughs> yes, you were actually in full just fan mode once I said eleventh hour. You're like, yes, yeah. Well, oh, that's, I that did. Great. Well, in recent week, recent weeks, <laughs> you two have basically been dominating the the best ofs. I mean, technically, Blink was like three episodes ago. But, um, and interesting enough, that that the first one you say is your is your best. I was gonna do the same thing. I was gonna do eleven thousand my first, but then, then you took it. And then well, I always it. do it. Actually, so I'm was... like, what the fuck? <laughs> Remember how I said beforehand that at least one of the three, at least one of the episodes that I already mentioned were my top three. Mm-hmm. All three of them were. Yep, same here. <laughs> it goes me, eleventh hour, Vincent and the Doctor, Pandora opens. That's my top three, and I want to make I want to, I want to set that record straight that. As I said, I could not... You're saying at least it was so yeah, more than one. Yeah, at least. And it turned out to be all three. <laughs> <laughs> Minimum one, maximum three. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I just wanted to make that up for the record that all three that you guys mentioned as your first as your first picks, I had no hesitation with any of those winning, but it makes me much happier that it was my first pick. So, yeah. Um, we may as well wrap the episode up on that high note, which is a nice change. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where can people find you guys? And don't say it in the bedroom, because that's a bit creepy. Oh, always be uh, in the bedroom, right? <laughs> Come on, guys. Where um, can people find you? you? You can find me cramming in a dark room for my exams as I slowly anticipate my doom. Or on Twitter at GCAP42 or on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Both the same, though, really, right? Like, I'm going to do it online anyway. Mm. Um, or on Facebook at Blackwood Films. Or as the passive member of the Big on the Inside Facebook page who doesn't do all the, all the smart-ass posts. But we are also there, so check us out. Big on the Inside. The facts. AU. <laughs> AU, sorry. Mm. Because we're not global yet. <coughs> One day we'll be. One day. Mm-hmm. Mr. Facts. Oh, same old, same old. Just the Doctor and Clara in the TARDIS. Nah, I am usually found... Nah, only Capaldi can pull that line off, well, sorry. Well, I'm, I'm not trying to be Capaldi, am I? You will never try to be Capaldi, because you say. can never be Capaldi. Exactly. Capaldi exactly. is Capaldi. Um, I am usually found on Twitter at C underscore ST underscore M, or on Instagram at CO underscore ST underscore M. A. And that's about it, really. I don't tend to do much else. I'm alone. In the dark, in the cold, of midnight. That did anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Anybody? Anybody? No. Sorry, that's <laughs> yeah, that's where uh, you can find me. And what about you, Nick? Uh, um, all right, and you can find me on Twitter at nquest sixty three. Um, I'm on YouTube. Nickname. Turns out. If you type in nickname Uncharted on Google and you go to videos, basically all my videos are there. So that's a positive. At least Google loves me, unlike YouTube. So, <laughs> um, 
uh, as, as uh, Ringer pointed out, you can check us out on Facebook, Big Rummy Inside AU. Um, and, and that's it. Uh, until the next episode, nickname out. Don't go out. Geofax out.